Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Welcome everyone. We're excited about this new format. And as you can see, we, uh, we condensed the format down from an hour down to 30 minutes. We cut out the alcohol from Whiskey Wednesdays and Thirsty Thursdays, put it into working hours, figured it'd be a great idea. Similar to the concept of uh, when we're all in the same building together, having a coffee break, quick to the point, tell some stories, give some great ideas and add some value to each other. So that's the, that's the story. So good to see uh, my compadre Dave and so many other new faces joining us today. I still got bourbon in my coffee. It's Thirsty Thursday back on again. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, let's do a a quick coffee break. Cheers. See who all got their uh, C2P orange mugs. I'm cheating on C2P with Starbucks today. Cheers. (laughs) I I got mine, but it's at the office. I'm at home today. All right. Well, this is fun. I'm glad to see all the cameras turned on and everybody else. You're welcome. Please do. Uh, this is meant to be interactive and fun. Look at and David look at Ortiz you... on the beach. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, and I'll tell you, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Let's dive right into the content because we don't have all the uh, time for chitter chatter with the, the with the hour uh, format as we do with the 30 minutes. We want to jump right into it. And uh, today what we did is we figured we would talk about marketing because we did a survey out to all of you. And one of the biggest things we heard feedback wise was uh, wanted to hear more about how to get in front of more people, prospecting, marketing. What can we do to get in front of more people? So we invited um, Frank Maselli for uh, delivery. What's up, Frank? Thanks hey, for joining good to us. see you guys. Thank you. Good to be here. And so uh, definitely, uh, Frank, uh, all kinds of great tips he's going to share with us today for when we're marketing on camera or when we're prospecting on camera, what are some of the best things we can say and do and how to act to create results? So there's uh, Frank's going to weigh in heavily there. And uh, Matt Seitz also was invited as everybody or many of you know, he's head of marketing for C2P Enterprises. He also heads up my practice, JL Smith, and the marketing lane there. And so he's going to be able to share great um, statistics and facts around exactly what we're doing to produce the results that we are from a marketing perspective. So that is it. So welcome, Matt. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah. And uh is as Jason said, uh, thank all of you that are here for for completing that survey when you're registered, sharing that feedback that the marketing is a is a hot topic right now, specifically virtual seminars. Uh, and i'm I'm glad to have Frank to to share some some feedback and advice for us. Frank, actually, many of you might have been on. Frank did a seminar for all of our C2P advisors just a couple weeks ago. Very well attended, some great advice there. Uh, and Frank, looking forward to to sharing some of that uh, other knowledge with our group here today. And as Jason also mentioned, we're, we do a lot of virtual seminars over at JL Smith, and that's been a, a, a huge driver for us. Uh, and we've, it, it, it took us some lumps. It took us a while to figure it out. So it, it, it didn't start off great, uh, but we've nailed down that process. And that's why 
uh, we do have that documented process and we do the mentor connect calls and things like that. So we can share all of that with you. Uh, and some of those numbers I wanted to share with you today and then kind of segue over to, to Frank, uh, what we're doing here to share how we can get better, how we can get better at JL Smith, how all of you can get better at that. Uh, but right now we, we are right now we're averaging uh, at least one virtual seminar per week over at JL Smith. And so we knew we had to replace the in-persons of about a year ago when we went into the pandemic. Uh, and so right now we, we average probably about 80 attendees or sorry, 80 registrations per virtual seminar. Uh, when we went into this, we were getting about a 60% attendance rate, but I will say that's kind of slowed down lately that we're down into probably close to 33 to 40% attendance rate. And I share that figure just to, to be real with all of you that are doing this, or maybe that are, are kind of dipping your toes into it now to set realistic expectations there, uh, but we're still getting the results. And, uh, it, you know, if Brian Bibbo was on here today, I know he'd share, he, he shared with me recently, we're seeing the, the size of the cases increase. Right now, our average new client that we're bringing on is around 650,000 in assets that we're bringing on just from virtual seminars. Our overall is a little higher because of referral uh, engagements there, but just from virtual seminars, it's about 650,000 there uh, with about a two to one ratio of Blue Diamond, which for us is our highest tier. It's a million plus in assets, a two to one ratio of Blue Diamond uh, to other new clients that we're bringing on. So we really are getting that higher end. Uh, and right now from those attendees, the other, the segue I wanted to get into you, Frank, is from our attendees, we're booking at about a 27 to 30% ratio of those that are attending that are booking right fit calls. So they're getting on the phone with us. Like that's how we want to measure that success. The first step of going from the seminar to getting them in and meeting with us and, and our team. And we're we're at about a 27% ratio right now, uh, which is about seven right fit calls per seminar. And Frank, that's kind of how I wanted to segue over to you of- Matt, let's, what, let's, what let's can, break that down again real quick. Let's back it up yeah. and break it down again. So um, originally when we started doing virtual seminars, we were getting like 60% of the people that were showing right. up that registered. Now that things have levelized, right? And this is kind of the new norm we're seeing about one out of three that show up. So you get three Correct. people register. One of those is actually showing up for the attend for attendance. So from that, from there though, Matt, um, let's, let's again, put it down into real numbers. Cause I think we're averaging about what 30, maybe 30 people. How many are we averaging per seminar? 30 or 45, something like that for attendance. Yeah. Probably mid around mid thirties right now. Low to so, mid say it, so say it's 30. So that means we're getting yeah. ballpark a hundred or 33. We're getting ballpark a hundred register. If mm -hmm. we get 33 show up, like putting it into real numbers. So we're, you know, the marketing we're doing, we're targeting to get a hundred people to register in order to get 33 people to show up out of the 33 that show up. You're saying about 27% is our conversion ratio to get on a phone call and tell us how much money they have so we can make a decision if we want to invite them to a first appointment, right? Right. Right. So, and that's running at about nine, right? About nine people out of the 33 that attend jump on a phone right. call and tell us how much money they have, right? And then at that Correct. point, and what goals they're looking to achieve. 
And then at that point, how many are we booking for appointments out of the nine people? We're, we're booking around 300 out of those out of those that are booking right fit calls, we're getting 300 that actually book a first appointment with us. I'm but talking about two out of thirds the nine of those people. Things. Out of the nine people that do a right fit call, what's the what's the percentage conversion to a first appointment? Uh, four. Four. So out the of the nine right? yeah. people that get on a right fit call and they qualify, because right. we disqualify some of those people, right? Correct. And so some of those nine, we disqualify some, we want to come in and they're like, no. And then some people agree to come, uh, go ahead and come in for a first appointment. We're getting four of those. And then out of four, how many of those are we? Yeah. Turning into from there, meeting? from there, we see about a 50% attrition throughout a 50% move to the next step in the process of delivery. Uh, and then 50% or sorry to design and then 50% attrition down into delivery there. Okay. So to basically one new financial client that it turns into. Correct. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So that turns into one new financial client. How much do we spend to get a hundred people to register? We spend about right now we're averaging 1300 per seminar. And okay. we do those. I see a couple of questions. I'm going to actually try and address these questions coming in, Jason, as you're asking. Uh, but we're doing these uh, primarily through eight-digit media. And their driver uh, is primarily Facebook ads. So we do email our prospect list and follow up there. Uh, but that primary driver through there is Facebook ads. And eight-digit media manage, manages that for us. Got it. So that's good. That, but I think that's helpful for you guys all to understand, you guys and gals that want to do this. Like these are your realistic numbers, right? Of probably what you need to be doing, starting with registration, all the way to result in a new client. Matt, what right. are the topics that are pulling those numbers that you're doing on a weekly the, basis? Yeah, no, good question, Dave. The the best results we're getting in terms of a conversion standpoint is our taxes and retirement. The highest audience is estate planning, but we're also seeing the lowest conversion from that one. So the, the best results we're seeing are taxes and retirement followed pretty closely by social security. And what's interesting, we were just looking at these numbers. It's a two to one ratio, literally double the amount of blue diamond clients, million dollar plus clients that we get from taxes or retirement versus social security. Even though social security is substantially higher from a registration standpoint and attendance, but the actual end result is two to one of million dollar plus clients when the topic is taxes and retirement. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, and I'll answer another one. The question just came in, which I think also helps get, get over to Frank to share some of the expertise there. Um, we, we are holding most of these as recorded. So we handle these. Uh, we will record them, do some editing on our end to kind of clean these up. Uh, and then we end up playing them as recordings because the other thing that that enables us to do is add them to our website as on demand. And so not only are we promoting these out through Facebook ads, but they're on our website constantly driving traffic that way to help with the conversion. So it's important when you are recording them to make sure you do it right. And that's why, you know, Frank, I was hoping you could share some tips with everybody as, as they are going through and recording these, what are ways, even though they are recording, that they can help 
to engage the audience. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the Bucket Plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. And that's why, you know, Frank, I was hoping you could share some tips with everybody as, as they are going through and recording these, what are ways, even though they are recording, that they can help to engage the audience. Right. Well, um, lots of thoughts on this subject, obviously. This is something <laughs> I've, I've devoted a tremendous amount of uh, time and study to. So a couple, couple of thoughts initially. First of all, <clears throat> uh, tr- if you're going to do recording, um, treat the recording like it's a live presentation. Don't, don't, there's no difference in terms of delivery of the program. Um, so, you know, make it live, make it dynamic, powerful, all the things that we talk about in, in terms of a, of a really good virtual presentation. There should be, it should be seamless. It shouldn't, it shouldn't look like a recorded event, in other words, um, which is great. I mean, if you look at, you know, television sitcoms, they, they do better in residuals than they do on the original, you know, airing. So that's fine. Absolutely one of the best parts of virtual events is the ability to record and then it's evergreen and it stays on the website. So that's fantastic. The, the numbers have me concerned. I, I have to be very honest with you. Um, all that effort to generate one client is, uh, it, it could stand some improvement, quite frankly. And there are several, there are several places along the process. Think of it as a manufacturing process. There, there's several points along the process where certain things injected into the equation could increase the throughput, could increase the success. Uh, so, I mean, just, just rough notes, 100 registered, 33 attendees. What's, what's happening with the people who register to get them excited about staying interested in coming on the workshop? Are you sending them anything? Are you dripping on them in any way post-registration and pre-workshop? Matt, I guess you can talk to this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't sure if that was a hypothetical or you wanted me to answer live. Uh, oh, no, yes, no, no, we have a whole, a whole, yeah, a whole nurturing sequence that goes out and for anyone working with Chris knows he, uh, he actually builds those out and distributes those as part of his service. Okay. So, all right. So that's good. Then you, then you, um, from 33 attendees, we're getting nine appointments. That is a massive potential for, uh, improvement. Uh, your numbers, by the way, are not out of line with averages. The, the industry average right now is about 25% appointment ratio for webinars. And frankly, I got to say, based on the numbers, that's, that's not bad. Um, much higher than 25% is rare and much lower than 25%. We don't see a lot of that because they don't last. So, you know, an advisor who gets three appointments is not going to be doing enough webinars to have a statistically right. significant number. So um, your, your numbers are, are not that bad, but can they improve? Yeah. And, and there are certain things that we recommend doing, you know, during the presentation. One, one of the, one of the things, and, and just for the sake of time, I'll just give them, give you some thoughts here. Uh, first of all, webinars are hard. They're much harder than people realize. And, and there are some skills that you need in terms of how to deliver a presentation on a webinar that are different from live presentation skills. In a live presentation, 
you're the show. It's theater. Okay. And in a virtual presentation, as we've said many times, it's television. And that's a completely different medium. And you have to be prepared for something like that. So first of all, the pacing has to be dramatically increased. There's no chance for audience interaction. And anytime you try to have audience interaction in a virtual event, it really drags down the pace of the entire event. Those advisors who spend a lot of time going, so where's everybody from? Let's let's do a quick survey of the audience. You know, what's the standard retirement age? Blah, blah, blah. All nonsense. Cut all of that crap out. Audiences lose interest immediately. They just couldn't care less. So you, you've got to give them like a steady stream of carefully curated value during that presentation. Stuff that they, it just kind of comes at them in an intelligent way, in a carefully designed way that gets them to go, wow, all right, yeah, I never thought of that. And then as the next question pops into their head, the presentation has to be designed to answer that question. So you want to take them on a journey, basically. All right. And it's, I'm making it sound a lot easier than it really is. It's not, it's not that hard. Part of the, part of the challenge, and this is a big part of the challenge, is the presentations themselves, the, the PowerPoints themselves. Um, they were crafted, first of all, they were crafted by marketing departments. And, and I honestly believe that, that these people who create these presentations have never actually given a presentation in their lives. So, so they don't often know, you know what some of the, the skills are in terms of designing a presentation. Then you, you take that into the virtual realm and you'll have, for example, you'll have a slide on the screen for three minutes. And in a, web, in, a, in a live presentation, you can get away with that because the audience is interacting with you. In a virtual presentation, you might as well just turn everything off at that point. If you have a visual that sits on the screen for more than 30 seconds, you're dead. The, the, the presentation is dead. So your entire PowerPoint has to move. It's got to be much more visual. And one of the statistics we use, if you look at a sitcom like a Big Bang Theory, Big Bang Theory, the average camera shot in a 21 minute show lasts less than four seconds. Now you don't want to go that fast because the audience can't absorb that. You want to keep your visuals so that there's movement, there's dynamism, there's some excitement happening on the screen because the screen is what they're looking at. And you don't have the ability to move around and gestures and, and audience interactions. So there are some things you can do. Then a couple of other thoughts about webinars. And again, I, I know we're, we're really tight on time. Um, no, one of the things we recommend, and frankly, this is one of the biggest benefits of webinars, of virtual, over a live presentation. You can't do this in a live presentation. You can only do it in a virtual presentation. One of the big benefits is the ability to use what we call the baby step. The baby step is a call to action that you insert into the presentation very early into the program. Why do you do this? And I'll give you a simple example of this. And I do hundreds of these things with advisors. And that's a great example. When I do an advisor presentation, I'll say, folks, listen, we're on for about 45 minutes. Um, we're going to probably end a little bit early. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to go fast and I'm going to try to focus on the most important things. That's a great statement to insert in every webinar, by the way. You're basically telling the class that, you know, class is going to end early and they get very excited about that. And, and then I say, listen, there are two calls to action for today's program. There are two things that you are absolutely going to want to do based on what you hear today, what you learn today. One of those things you have to wait toward the end because it won't make sense. 
But another one of those things you can do right now, and I'm going to give you one of the call to actions right now within the first 30 seconds of the webinar. And what I want you to do is take this baby step. And the baby step is a very simple thing that people can do when they're multitasking, because they are multitasking. I mean, I've got another screen I'm looking at right over here. I've got my phone in my hand over here on a webinar. I'm going to ask them very early in the program. I'm going to say, send me an email, email frank at group.com, and you're going to get the advisor toolbox. The toolbox contains all the things that we're going to talk about today, blah, 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 blah. It's a very simple action step. Okay. The benefit of doing that is that two things. First of all, a lot of people do that. And, and the percentages that I'm seeing are upwards of 65% of the attendees will take that baby step within five minutes of you mentioning the baby step. So they're, they're multitasking and that's okay. You want to take advantage of multitasking. The second benefit is this, and this is the big one. People who take the baby step and who request an item, request a report, email you, whatever it is, click on a link. People who take the baby step are four times more likely to set an appointment with you. That's, that's the power of the baby step. And the baby step can only be used in a webinar, can't be used in a live presentation. I mean, you can't say in a live room, all right, everybody take out your phones, I want you to email me. It doesn't work like that. But so I think what we can do, a couple of simple things would really increase the appointment ratio, which is what you want. Because if you're only getting nine appointments, and then you're cutting that group down, because they're not qualified, you know, that's a heck of a lot of time and effort and money to spend on one prospect on one client. Um, you know, I, I really like to see those numbers go up and they, yeah. they can go up. So, you know, it would be awesome, actually, Frank, you know, and part of it, too, is we have a higher firm minimum, $500,000, and we let people know up front, like, you know, this is the only way you're going to get in. Um, we do have a lot of people involved, too. The, the presenters different from the person doing the initial call is different than the financial planner that's sitting down because the person doing the call is farming it out and setting up multiple different financial planners for appointments that could attribute to, but what I would love to do is actually have you watch our seminar, our because they're, they're all pre-recorded at this point for us. We record it and we just keep playing it, right? And that's how we're generating all our leads at this point. The hundred that's turning into 33 attendees, that's turning into nine fit calls, that's turning into four sit downs for a first appointment. But what I'd love you to do is actually look at it closely. And then what we'll do in our, our future uh, coffee break is you give us the improvement ideas, right? Of like yeah. what, what, what we've done, right? What actionable items and we can start to share results from improvements. Yeah, I mean, I'll do this for any one of our advisors. I mean, this is what I do. So, you know, if, if you guys are doing these workshops and you've got any recordings, and by the way, record everything. I mean, don't do anything without recording it because, you know, Tom Brady watches game films and I'm guessing you're all Tom Brady fans. So that's, that's important. Um, so yeah, definitely re record that. So very good. So Jerry asked if it was on demand or if we're scheduling it as if it's a live uh, presentation. I think it's both, right, Matt? We have it available on our site on demand, Correct. but then we're promoting it like it's a live event. And then at that point, the recording happens. But I believe we have somebody working the chat box as the seminars being played. 
pre-recorded. Correct. Right? Yeah. Correct. So even when people are signing up and watching it recording, we still have someone man the chat just to be able to answer questions, engage them and trying to, to book with us. And the other big thing that that we used uh, or switched to last year was started using Calendly, which made it great because then we can drop that Calendly link during a seminar and people can book directly with us right right through there. And as Frank mentioned, having the CTA at the beginning, but also mentioning it throughout the program. So they don't have to wait until the end to sign up to meet with you. Beautiful. And even in Frank, I love the idea of what we're going to do is share the improvement ideas. But I think all the people on the call that aren't doing any type of virtual seminar marketing right now, what you have to ask yourself is, is it worth $1,300 a month? Because that's what we're spending to get one new client every single month. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know your numbers, right? When you bring on a client and is it worth 1300 bucks? Will, how much will you make in the first year on a client uh, that you spend $1,300 on? And then what's the lifetime value of that client? If they're with you for five years, for 10 years, right? So just from an ROI standpoint, that's just a little bit of soul searching for everybody to do on the call as to whether that's a good investment. Now, if you can improve it, then that's fantastic. And that, that brings up a great um, point, Jason, is just making sure you're measuring because you're not going to know if it's working or not if you're not measuring the results and making sure you're tracking and, and optimizing through there because we are able to track everything and that's how we know yeah, we're getting one new client per seminar, but that right now we're at a 650,000 in assets per new client that we're bringing on. Hey, Matt, uh, Jerry asked if is it 1300 per month or per seminar? Per seminar. Per seminar. We're doing one seminar a week, right? We so do, yeah. So it's, right. yeah, that's how the math worked out there, Jerry. Yeah, we, we do it per second because through eight digit, there's a monthly fee and then you get to, you get to decide your ad costs. I would recommend about a thousand dollars per seminar, but if you're doing fewer seminars, you may want to spend a little more money because you're going to do fewer since we're doing them weekly. We found that that's, that's really our sweet spot. All right. Any right. other, well, uh, any yeah, questions yeah. <laughs> that anybody wants to share? I think Frank, I think that was Matt, one of do the you, things. Matt, do you find people are attending more than once? Like, are you starting to track and see if there's a following of, of and the reason I ask is yeah. I was just talking with one of our advisors this morning, Joe Salerno, and he, uh, he just moved over like two and a half million uh, that he was telling me about this month. And he had said that it was somebody who came and has been through two of his seminars now in the last few months. And so it was like the first one, maybe they were just checking him out. They came back through a second one, and now they're obviously a client moving over a few million bucks. Um, I don't know if you track like what your you know multiple or duplicate viewer is, and then how those are converting. Yeah, no, that that is good. We we are seeing that, uh, and our Jason mentioned we have different people handling different different stages in the process, but we have two gentlemen that are handling right fit calls for us, and they're also doing a good job as as they're doing that initial triage before when someone's qualified and before they're moving on to the first appointment we're sending them links to the on-demand ones that are also related to what they're doing so we more often than not dave someone's actually reviewed two and even three seminars beforehand and the other thing we're noticing and this could be a whole other topic for for another coffee break 
Uh, but we, we do a lot of premium content. So we're doing like eBooks and white papers and we're not seeing a lot of direct conversion to people downloading those and then booking an appointment. What we're seeing is they're downloading that in the follow-up sequence, they are then signing up for a seminar and then they're booking an appointment with us. So it's, it's turned into a nice funnel that way, but we're able to do all that again, just because of, of tracking. So it's just the importance there, measuring your results. All right, well, well I, think, I think it was yeah, great. I'm, thank you. Uh, thanks so much, Frank, for sharing the great tips. <laughs> I think the, uh, what did you call it? The introducing it right up front, the, the action items, the baby step. The baby step. It's yeah. called the baby step call to action. I, and I have a white paper on all of this stuff. If you, if anybody's interested, just shoot me an email. I've got all kinds of stuff on this topic. So, yeah. And that's huge. And uh, yeah. So thanks for sharing that, Matt. Hey, Frank, what's, uh, what's your email address? So if people want that, they can get it. Sure. It's frank at macellegroup.com. Frank at macellegroup.com. All right. I just put it into the chat box for anyone. Thanks, awesome. David. Don't forget, everybody, Frank is on our Mentor Connect platform. So if you want to get more information there too, head to Mentor Connect platform and you can book directly with Frank. Beautiful. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast. <laughs>